Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Last year in Kansas City, we had 150 homicides. About 40% of those cases in Kansas City remain unsolved. Many of them are considered cold. He was a real peaceful guy, but very funny. We miss him. Each victim has a unique story in life and death with friends, family, detectives, and prosecutors all fighting for justice. We are joining the case to get answers. This is Fox 4 Problem Solvers Crime Files, the podcast. I'm Kara Small. Death came as a knock at a front door for a Kansas City, Missouri man. It was the night before Thanksgiving in 2016. Police say 49-year-old Arthur Lee Morning Jr., known as Lee Lee to his friends and family, was home that night and answered. A year and a half later, the details of exactly what happened remain a mystery. But what Kansas City Detective Scott Emery knows is that Arthur's death was not an accident. Even years later, Arthur's homicide is still something friends and family are struggling to comprehend. And it's a large family. Each member is still processing his death. This is his sister, Trina. He just an awesome guy. Um, he was a father of six. Um, he had brothers and sisters. My parents are still living. So he leaves behind a lot of people that loved him and we're just wanting answers. Arthur and the rest of his brothers and sisters grew up in a home in East Kansas City, near 49th and Euclid. Trina says Arthur was her older brother, but you never know it. He was four years older than I was, but I tend to act like I was four years older than he was, so I would always call him my little brother. But um, my dad raised us to be very close, so we respected him as our, our big brother. He, he took care of us, myself and my little sister. He's described as a boy who loved doing things that other boys love to do in Kansas City. He grew up playing baseball and he enjoyed reminiscing about his baseball team. Um, he was a sportster until he messed up his hand. So he found um, things to do. He bought a dog and started, he likes to remodel houses, or he liked to remodel houses and do handyman kind of stuff. As Arthur's siblings got older, they moved on and away from that east side neighborhood. But his sister Trina says Arthur decided to stay near his roots and to plant some of his own. He moved about a mile away to an apartment near 49th and Bell Fountain, where he started building a life, including having six children and getting married. He loved to barbecue. He thought he was the best barbecue ever. Um, he enjoyed family time. We spent a lot of time with family. Um, 
him and my dad were together almost every day doing something. At one point after his children were grown, Trina says he also decided to give back and help the community where he was raised. One of the prouder moments is that I found out that he was actually in a class to learn to become a mentor, to tell people about his story growing up and how he was able to change. And he was working on cleaning up the area that he lived in. And I didn't know that until after he passed when um, I received a letter in the mail. And Trina says the area seemed to be good to him until that night, November 23rd of 2016, when that knock came to his apartment door. When he went to open his door, someone knocked at his door. Um, when he went to open the door, the person um, pulled a gun on him, told him to give him their mon his money. And uh, my brother, from my understanding, um, offered to give him some money, but not all of his money. And the guy shot him and took all the money and left. The gunman left Arthur to die in his apartment. He left six children without a father, and Arthur's siblings without a brother, and his parents without a son. I miss him. I, I miss him a lot. So this is a huge hit for my dad. Um, and he's like my mom's baby, so it's, you know, it's hard for her as well. And for his siblings and his children, it's, it's tough. They still struggle. You know, we're trying to get back to normal, but it'll never be normal now that he's gone. But we're, we're trying to make it day to day. While Arthur's family and children think about him every day, it was even more difficult in the days leading up to Thanksgiving, especially the Thanksgiving after his death. Our Thanksgiving was always a big to-do at my mom's and everyone would go there and the first Thanksgiving, which was the next day, was very, very, very hard. Um, we're just kind of expecting him to walk through the door and it never happened. My mom would make a special banana pudding and then we knew that we could not touch that until he came because it was his. And it didn't happen. And this past Thanksgiving, there was no banana pudding. So it's just a tradition that's been broken by someone that's that's just a really bad person. Trina says it has to be someone she calls a bad person because she doesn't know anyone who would go out of their way to hurt her brother. He was just just a real personable person. You know, he didn't have enemies. He didn't club or party or do anything like that. So for this to happen to him, it was a huge ordeal because we've never had a murder in our family. We've never had anything like this happen. Um, he he kind of kept to himself. Um, he would. I just never thought that this would happen. None of our family thought that this would happen. Um, it's hurtful, and it's more hurtful because it's him. And it's just sad. It's sad that 
someone did this to my brother and they're still out there. It's very surprising that this happened. And because there were so many people around and actually kind of called themselves friends, it's hurtful that no one has come forward yet. I know that there were people that were there that saw what happened, so I'm just asking that they come forth and let the detectives know or call tips and um, give information. Um, if they've heard anything, if they've seen anything, just, I mean, we know that it's anonymous. So we're just asking that they do that so we can have closure in my family. That closure is something that this family wants desperately. Closure and justice, even though they know it's not going to bring Arthur back. It would mean everything. Um, we have forgiven whoever this is. We, we're not looking for retaliation or anything like that. We just want closure. I want that for my parents. I want that for his children. Um, because it's, it's, it's hard not knowing. You know, you could be in a restaurant standing next to the person that did it. You just never, ever know. And we, we want closure. So it would mean everything, everything, if someone would just pick up the phone and call. Trina knows she's one of dozens of family members asking for the same thing, for that one person to have the courage to call an anonymous hotline and leave a tip. But not just any tip, the tip. The tip police need for everything to fall into place and solve one of Kansas City's cold cases. The killings that have happened are senseless. Um, it's so many that I'm afraid that if someone doesn't call in, it will become a cold case because there's just homicides just stacking up at two, three a day. And these are young children, um, 15, 16 years old. Um, it, it saddens me. And I think that if the community became more involved with our youth, um, with our young black men, um, to provide programs to where they're being educated and job readiness and just something because it's, it's generally behind drugs. People sell drugs because there's no jobs. Or that's all that they know. Um, people steal because they don't have money because they don't have jobs. So it's, it's just a very vicious circle that we as a community need to address. If you have any information about the death of Arthur Lee Morning Jr., even if you think it's something police already know, call the tips hotline at 816-474-TIPS. Email your tip to kccrimestoppers.com or send your tip through the Crime Stoppers app, downloaded at p3tips.com. There is a $10,000 reward in this case. You can find other episodes of Crime Files on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as fox4kc.com. Just search Crime Files. For Fox 4 Crime Files, I'm Kara Small.